Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This morning, eyes in the sky. Victoria Police launching drones to spy on AFL fans and disrupt illegal celebrations. COVID race chase. Bathurst Bathurst 1000 attendees on alert with traces of the virus found in wastewater. Teen curfew. The controversial plan to have Queensland youths off the street at night to curb crime. Plus monopoly muted. The US launches legal action against Google. How Australia played a part. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Victorians celebrating the AFL this weekend could be spied on by police with reports helicopters and drones will be launched to spot illegal parties. Hotspots in and around Melbourne will be monitored amid fears restrictions will be disobeyed. Homes and backyards will also be subject to inspections. Victoria has recorded its first case of COVID-19 reinfection. The single case was reported on Tuesday. Officials are unclear whether the positive test means the man has contracted coronavirus a second time, but it's being treated as such. Perhaps we'll never, we'll never actually know, but I think it's better to assume and be cautious uh, than to uh, jump to a conclusion that the best of science can't confirm for you. The state recorded three new coronavirus cases yesterday as a school in Melbourne's north closed after a Grade 5 student tested positive. New South Wales Health is urging those who attended the Bathurst 1000 race to monitor for symptoms and get tested as soon as possible after remnants of COVID-19 were detected in sewage samples. The test could indicate a current infection in someone who attended the motor race or someone living in the area. Meantime, an alert has been issued for attendees at the Juniors Club in Sydney's East. Everyone on the gaming floor is urged to be vigilant. A nearby real estate office and cafe are also on alert. Restrictions are being eased in New South Wales. Places of worship will be allowed to host up to 300 people at services and COVID marshals are no longer needed at smaller gyms. It's going to make it a bit easier for us to go and start trying to recoup some of what we've lost. The three months that we were shut for, you know, it did a lot, a lot of damage to everything. The state recorded two new cases yesterday, both linked to the Oran Park cluster. The states are under growing pressure to open their borders as new figures reveal the devastating economic toll of the pandemic. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. It's come at a heavy cost. 
Good morning, Jodie. As the Business Council of Australia is using new research that it's commissioned to lobby for borders to reopen by Christmas so that travel can resume. Grounded flights costing the economy $78 billion. The state border closures alone more than $2 billion a month. But getting Australians travelling again would deliver a $3.3 billion boost. Passenger numbers on flights have plunged 90% on popular routes since last year, ending flights just between Queensland and New South Wales. Wales has ripped nearly 1.3 billion from the economy since March, with Qantas and Virgin laying off nearly 12,000 workers between them. Now, the speculation Queensland may extend its border zone further into New South Wales next week, but the Business Council wants National Cabinet to agree to a plan to gradually and safely not only reopen state borders, but remove the international border ban as well, with countries like Japan, Singapore and Korea who've already begun talks with Australia about a travel bubble. The Prime Minister meeting with the Premiers uh, on f tomorrow for the first time in five weeks. Jodie. OK, Olivia, thank you. A nighttime curfew for youths in two Queensland crime hotspots could be enforced by the politician vying for the state's top job. LNP leader Deb Frecklington says parents would be fined if children were unaccompanied. This is about give, making sure that parents become responsible for their children. In fact, everyone in our community must be responsible for the crime problem that we have here in Townsville. The party would impose an 8pm curfew for kids aged under 14 and a 10pm curfew for youths aged between 15 and 17 in Townsville and Cairns. A man is fighting for life and a critical incident investigation is underway after the second police shooting on the New South Wales Central Coast in the past week. A school at the entrance was sent into lockdown after Daniel Bolton rammed a police car, sparking a dangerous pursuit. Officers say he was armed with two guns when they opened fire, striking the man in the neck. In a separate incident last Thursday, Joshua Duke was shot dead after pointing a gun at officers at Hamlin Terrace. Search engine giant Google is being sued by the US after a scathing investigation by Australia's competition watchdog. Legal proceedings were launched after the ACCC found Google edged out other competitors by paying Apple $10 billion each year to be the default search engine on their devices. Probably nothing is going to change about how you search the internet or how you use your smartphone, but this could pave the way for a wide array of changes down the road. The ACCC is also calling for tech giants, including Google, to pay Australian media companies for news. Crown Resorts has ripped up two agreements with James Packer's company on the eve of its annual general meeting. The agreements came into question at a New South Wales inquiry into whether the company should be given a gaming licence for its planned Sydney casino. It's believed under one of the agreements, Packer was given confidential information that was not revealed to other shareholders. A man convicted over the manslaughter of his wife has died in prison following a medical incident. Paramedics worked on John Chardon for 30 minutes before his death. His wife, Novi, vanished from the Gold Coast seven years ago. Her body has never been found. He was sentenced to 15 years jail. 
Actress Amber Heard could face jail time here in Australia over damning evidence given during Johnny Depp's gritty defamation case in London. An ex-employee of Depp's claimed in court he was forced to lie under oath about Heard's dogs being illegally smuggled into Queensland in 2016. The Department of Agriculture is now investigating whether any criminal charges, including perjury, should be brought against her. You may not notice it at the checkout, but it could leave you with an empty feeling. It's called shrinkonomics, when products are one size one day and then smaller the next. The strategy is hard to recognise and experts are warning us to expect more of it. It's the sneaky strategy employed by the giants of the food industry. So-called shrinkonomics, catching out unsuspecting shoppers. We often find that uh, as food prices go up, uh, food manufacturers need to uh, reduce the contents. And it's difficult to spot. Take Cadbury family-sized chocolate blocks. Once 250 grams, now 180. Smith's crisps were 200 grams, now 170. And Kellogg's cornflakes boxes have been reduced by 70 grams, while the price remains the same. Unfortunately, that's a part of the uh, contents reduction strategy or the uh, shrinkflation strategy. Supermarket giants also use shrunk products to advertise that they have lower prices than competitors, and experts predict more shrinkflation. Product shrinkage has been an evolving trend over the last decade. It's been accelerated since the onset of the pandemic in January, February of this year. Experts also recommend comparing the unit pricing, the cost per 100 grams, shown on the price tag on the shelf. Keep an eye on the weight that's printed on the pack size and has it been reduced since that last time you shopped? Or you could be paying for a whole lot of air. Gina Trahan, 7 News. A NASA spacecraft has successfully landed on an asteroid 300 million kilometres from Earth. The OSIRIS-REx managed to dodge boulders the size of buildings to collect a handful of cosmic rubble from the surface of the asteroid Bennu. If we can turn the glee meter for scientists up to 11, then we've had a good day at the office. Bennu is four and a half billion years old and may hold clues to life on our planet. The samples will arrive on Earth in 2023. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Pope Francis has backed same-sex civil unions in a move that is likely to enrage his conservative opponents in the Catholic Church. He made the comments in a documentary film premiered at the Rome Film Festival. In his clearest remarks yet on gay relationships, the Pope said homosexual people have a right to be in a family. What we have to create is a civil union law. That way they are legally covered. The feature-length film tells the story of Francis's papacy over the past seven and a half years. At least five people have been killed and more than 20 wounded in an explosion at a residential building in Pakistan. The powerful blast ripped through a four-storey building opposite Karachi University. The building has partially collapsed with rubble and debris scattered across the road. Rescue crews are searching for survivors. The cause of the explosion is not yet known. Prince William has laid a foundation stone for a new cancer wing at a London hospital, following in the footsteps of his mother, Princess Diana. I'm personally delighted to be with you all today to lay the foundation stone of the Oak Centre, 30 years after my mother did the very same thing at the Royal Marsden in Chelsea, commemorating the building of the Chelsea Wing. The Prince also met patients to hear how the coronavirus pandemic had affected how they received treatment. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading lower after a strong start to the session. The Nasdaq is relatively flat. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX closed lower. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei rose, Hong Kong's Hang Seng traded up and the All Lords and the ASX 200 both finished the session marginally higher. On the commodities market, gold is trading at $1,924 an ounce. Oil is $41.61 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying $71.26 US cents, 74.5 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. The parents of Toya Cordingly have spoken out for the first time on the second anniversary of her unsolved murder. Her father found her body in the dunes of a Queensland beach after she disappeared on a walk with her dog. Nobody has been arrested over Toya's murder. For hours I spent that morning searching for Toya on the beach to find the worst imaginable thing ever. No one deserves to be taken like that. A male nurse who travelled to India not long after Toya's body was found has been named a person of interest. Channel 7 has announced it's bringing back Australian Idol. The singing juggernaut will return to our screens in 2022. That's in addition to next year's big shows The Voice, Big Brother and the family entertainment show Holy Moly, which was delayed this year by COVID-19. Viewers can really look forward to a very interesting and new slate of, uh, of programming. And, you know, we've been delighted that our viewers have really enjoyed our newer programming slate. So Big Brother, uh, Farm Wants a Wife, and currently they're absolutely loving uh, SAS Australia, which is a fantastic program. Seven has also secured the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. Former US President Barack Obama is hitting the campaign trail for Joe Biden in the crucial battleground state of Pennsylvania. Reporter Ashley Mullaney is in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania this morning. Good morning, Ash. President Obama's appearance comes just a day after Donald Trump's visit. 
Good morning, Jody. Yeah, this will be Obama's first in-person campaign event. He'll be making an impassioned personal plea for Americans to get out and vote for Joe Biden in just 13 days' time. It will be a drive-in rally, though vastly different to the scenes we've been seeing at Trump rallies. This is really a tipping point, and that momentum only continues if we win this election. In times as polarized as these, your vote doesn't just matter. It matters more than ever before. And to change the game on any of the issues we care about, Joe Biden needs your vote. Now, Joe Biden has been taking a break from the campaign trail, uh, preparing for tomorrow night's debate with Donald Trump. Uh, the president has seized on that with a statement saying that Joe Biden is clearly not up to the rigours of campaigning for president, so he's calling in Barack Obama as reinforcement. Donald Trump has been blitzing the battleground states, looking to close an almost nine-point gap in the polls less than two weeks out from voting day. Jody. OK, Ash, thank you. In sports, Saturday's AFL Grand Final could be Bashar Hooli's last game for the Tigers, but the 32-year-old says he's still got plenty of good footy to offer. Hooli is out of contract with Richmond and the club has yet to make a formal offer. They take on the Cats on Saturday, who welcomed Tom Hawkins back to training last night. Panthers star Isaiah Yo will honour the memory of his late uncle in Sunday's NRL Grand Final against the Storm. At just 20, Jared Yo was one of 88 Aussies killed in the Bali bombings. Yo played for the Coogee Dolphins, who were in Bali on an end-of-season trip. Isaiah's Panthers take on the Storm on Sunday in Sydney. The Wallabies have been dealt a major blow with Matt Tamua set to miss the remaining two Bledisloe Cup tests. The star playmaker suffered a groin injury in Sunday's loss to the All Blacks in Auckland. The Aussies will wear their First Nations jersey in the third test at ANZ Stadium on Saturday week, needing a win to keep the series alive. Former Wallabies coach Michael Checker has begun working as an assistant with Argentina for the upcoming rugby championship. Tim Payne silenced the critics, belting a Sheffield Shield ton as he gears up for the blockbuster India series. The Aussie Test captain hit an unbeaten 111 for Tasmania on day three of their clash with South Australia. There it is, 100 to Tim Payne. Magnificently battered. And 21-year-old all-rounder Cameron Green showed why he's widely regarded as a future Aussie star. He also cracked an unbeaten century for WA against New South Wales. A new Melbourne Cup chance has emerged with the Sam and Anthony Friedman trained Steel Prince winning the Geelong Cup yesterday. Steel Prince, Ladonderby, Steel Prince fighting hard, gets a 10 in front and won the Geelong Cup. Credit to this horse, he's, he's incredible. He's obviously um, you know, been around a while and he's a horse that just loves a dog fight. A weight penalty today will determine if he moves up the order of entry for the Melbourne Cup. There was drama in the next race with Luke Curry thrown off his horse in the barriers. He was taken for precautionary scans. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low pressure system and adjoining troughs over central Australia will produce areas of rain, showers and storms, potentially severe over the Northern Territory and South Australia. A trough in the east is expected to trigger showers and storms in eastern New South Wales and southeastern Queensland. Around the capitals today, a shower or two clearing in Brisbane, 26 degrees, partly cloudy in Sydney heading for 25, partly cloudy in Canberra and in Melbourne. A shower or two and 16 degrees in Hobart, a shower or two in Adelaide, partly cloudy in Perth and mostly sunny and 33 in Darwin. 
And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday, the 22nd of October.